Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in the world of podcasting and how to use their podcast to generate consistent leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited you're here. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs. Today, I'm chatting with Nicole of Biz and Bubbles podcast. Nicole has been an entrepreneur for 12 plus years and now helps business owners master their marketing so that they can effectively grow their business without stress, worry, and overwhelm. When she's not working, you can find her in the woods with her family and a glass of wine. So I'm super excited to have Nicole here today chatting all about her podcast, Biz and Bubbles. So let's dive right in. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited you're here and I cannot wait to chat all about podcasting with you. So let's just dive right in. So tell us a little about yourself, your podcast, and just how you got started with it all. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited um, to be on. Um, Yeah, I have been a podcaster for almost a year. I was actually just looking earlier when my exact start date was. Um, So it was last July. And um, I in addition to my podcast, I have a marketing agency where I help businesses across the country with their marketing needs. Um, prior to that, my husband and I ran a small business um, for seven years. So I kind of got into it like because I run a digital marketing agency, it's just me. Um, I work from home, which is amazing, but I kind of wanted to create a community. So um, I had the idea to have the show called Bubbles and Biz where I send a champ- like a bottle of champagne to people, to my guests, and we pop champagne and we talk about our entrepreneurial journey, you know, like apps we love in our business, like how we, you know, balance work and life. Um, so yeah, just fun topics like that. Um, so I just took the two things that I really love, which is champagne and business and combined them together. (laughs) That is so unique and so fun. I love it. It's, you know, that's the cool thing about podcasting is like, you don't have to do it in a certain way. You can kind of just have your own flow with it and make it however you want to do. I mean, I've had people on the show that didn't necessarily do that, but she had a, she has a podcast called Tipsy Business. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll just drink wine or whatever they want to drink when they're like on the call. So that is a really cool concept. And I love how personalized it is and just adds like that kind of fun, like personal touch that you know you can add and people don't realize that you can add yeah so that's really exciting and you know you should share that you've been you started your podcast almost a year ago and you know kind of why you started it but um what I mean do you do solo episodes too or is it just interview and then how often are you actually putting out the new episodes yeah so in the beginning like when I first started I had like four solo ones where I just talked about marketing stuff but then I really decided to change it to interview Um, so just, yeah, kind of like, as I was going along, I was like, well, I really want to switch it to this. Um, and that has worked out a lot better. So it's just all interview style now. Um, and I put out um, a new episode each Tuesday. Yeah. I think interview style, it was really like a fun format and it kind of is less pressure because you can just have like a chat. You don't have to really script anything. You know, some people have questions, some people don't, but it kind of just allows you to just have the pressure taken off. I feel like with my solo interviews, I mean, my solo episodes, it's like, I have to sit down and write a script and be so planned out with my guest episodes. Like, you know, although I do send over questions in advance, there's no like crazy format or anything. So I think that's such a fun format and, you know, putting out weekly is obviously great because then you have some (laughs) consistency there. So when it comes to your podcast, you know, what do you feel like is working best right now? Um, yeah, so it took me a while to kind of like 
figure out my rhythm of like, just for me, cause like I edit, I post it, I, you know, create the audio snippets, like I do all of it. So I don't know when I first started it, like it, it was with my best friend. I was like, will you be my guest? She's like, sure. And so it kind of started on not a whim, but I Googled like everything. So it's really taken me a while to just kind of find my rhythm. Um, and so now like I interview Friday afternoons, like I set like one time and I mean, if people can't make it, I get that. And so I'll be flexible, but I try to keep it Fridays. And then that way I'm like editing Monday and prepping for like release Tuesday. Um, and just Friday is like a fun, like Friday afternoon is a fun way to drink champagne and kind of end the week. Um, so I just really like what's working best for me is just getting like my rhythms and my processes and everything um, like that down, which is just relieve some of my stress. And it just helps me like be able to promote it more and, you know, do other aspects as well as, you know, run my business and things like that. So yeah, I think that's probably what's working best for me right now. I think it's important to have like a system, whether it's like, you know, it works for you or you have, you outsource or whatever you're doing. It's just really mm -hmm. important to have that system because, you know, I feel like if you, if you don't, then you're going to not have content. You're going to forget to edit stuff. You're going to forget to like schedule stuff. So it's important like to figure out what works for you and go from there instead of having to worry about like, oh, um, you know, I don't have any content for this week because I got busy and didn't record or whatever that may be. So I think that's really good that you have like a system and it works for you. It may not work for everyone, but it's just like, you know, as long as it's working for you, then like, why would you fix it? Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like in the beginning, like I didn't quite have it like written out. It was like kind of loosely in my head, but then I wrote it out. And then, cause like I've noticed a few weeks, you know, I kind of get behind. It's like, oh shit, I've got to go edit this and get it up, you know? And so now that I have every Everything kind of like written out that I can see and I'm able to follow it it's just so much easier and it makes it a lot more fun too like you don't have to dread like editing or trying to like keep up with it because um, the rhythm just kind of keeps going right yeah and good for you for editing your own show because I definitely <laughs> have not done that since I started because I've just been like nope that's just one thing I do not want to right. do <laughs> but but yeah I think it's just good to have that rhythm you know kind of figuring out what works for you what's not and then you know if in the future you do end up wanting to outsource something like editing or whatever, you kind of already have that flow. Like, okay, I record on Fridays. Now here's, you know, here's the episodes to outsource or whatever you want to do with that. So kind of on the other side of things, what's like something that you wish you would have done better with your podcast and what did you learn from that? Yeah. So in the beginning, um, like I said to, I didn't quite know what I was doing. So as far as like scheduling and things like that, I had like a Google Excel sheet, which I did by hand, which looking back, I'm just like, Ugh. but, um, I had an awesome girl on my podcast and she was like, I use Calendly cause she had a podcast as well. Um, so I was able to automate everything. And, but this was like six months in. Um, and so it took me a while, like just doing it all by hand. And so just getting Calendly and like being able to integrate it with my calendar. And then also, you know, it has like a responsive email. So it sends them the questions and the link and it just takes care of like four steps that I don't have to worry about anymore. I just, um, I wish I had done that sooner because it really helped. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. I, <laughs> I've, always, I've always been a systems person. So like having a calendar, like I actually use Acuity. So it's pretty similar, but having that from the get-go has been my saving grace because it's just so easy to like set up and then send the link and then people can book and you don't have to be like, Hey Becky, when, when can you meet with me? You know, you're just right. like, you're like, okay, here's my link. If none of these times and days work for you, let me know. We'll figure something out. Cause I really want to have you on the show, but like, 
you know, chances are they're going to find something that works for them instead of like being like, Oh, actually nothing works for me here, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's really helpful. And I love that. How, I think on uh, Calendly you can do this too, but you can have like intake forms and stuff too. So you can gather their headshot and bio and all that different um, stuff beforehand. So you're not like yes. sending all these emails, like, Hey, can you send over my, your headshot and bio and can you send over this and that. And it's just so seamless for your guests and yourself. So you're not like mm-hmm. constantly like emailing back and forth. Cause that can be such a pain. <laughs> yeah, totally. And well, that's like what I was doing in the beginning, you know, and I also need like their shipping address to send them the champagne, like all of these little things. And now it's like all in one thing that's automated. And so I don't even have to like worry about it. It's a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally love it. Cool. So I know that podcast analytics are kind of crappy and they don't really provide us with much details. <laughs> but if you had to guess, where do you find that you're getting your listeners to your show from? Yeah. So um, I network in a lot of different like groups on Facebook. And then I also like, well, when we're not on lockdown, um, I do a lot of like in-person networking as well. Um, and just kind of share everything that, you know, the podcast, what it's about and things like that. So I get a lot of like feedback from that. Like when I go to a network event and they're just like, Oh, I just listen to your blast podcast. Um, so just, yeah, I think it's just the networking and just like putting it out there, um, on the different ways, like online and offline, um, is where I'm getting my listeners from. Yeah. So like kind of word of mouth type situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Cause a lot of people typically are, are like social media, like I'm getting it from Instagram or my guest or whatever. So it's interesting to hear like that you feel like most of yours comes from like your networking and your in-person events and stuff and just more so word of mouth than like social media. Cause there's so, it's such a big misconception that you need to have a huge social media following for your podcast to be, you know, highly downloaded or even just like somewhat successful. And that's mm-hmm. not really true. You don't need a huge social media following. You don't, you know, if you can network in person and people are interested in what you have to say, then that's totally doable as well. It's like, it's, you don't, you don't need to have 500,000 Instagram followers to have a podcast that has listeners, you know? So, right. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. And it's something a lot of people don't realize like people are like, oh, do I need like a big following to start my podcast? I'm like, no, actually, like it can help, but it's not like the be all end all of getting people to get to your podcast. So definitely yeah. important to kind of bring that back. Um, yeah. Cool. So when it comes to listeners, how are you really converting those people into clients or customers? Do you have a specific strategy for that at this point? Um, I actually don't have a specific strategy, um, like not one that I've like sat and like written out or anything like that, but just for me, like being able to like provide the content that's helpful for them. And then it's also to, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been there for the last 12 years. Like I understand like the time constraints, the budget constraints. And so like sometimes in, in the interviews, I try to like cover some of those topics, you know, and just provide value of how I can help and like just kind of share some of the information that I have that kind of just also shows that like experience and knowledge um, that I have. And so just kind of in the whole conversation, using those kind of strategies to put them in there, um, I've been able to talk to a lot of people like, oh, I heard, you know, you shared this on your podcast. Like, 
how can you help me with my marketing? So um, just kind of like trying to, but not like forcing it. Like if it doesn't come up in that conversation, then it doesn't. Um, like the whole point of the podcast was really to create a community. Um, so just, yeah, but if it works and I'm able to like talk about it, then great. If not, then, then I don't. Yeah, that makes sense. So if it's like organic and natural, mm-hmm. then you'll talk about it. But if not, then you're not going to just like make it happen, which is, which is good. Cause like, I guess yours is kind of different because you're really focusing on your guests and your, their journey and kind of like having a fun, casual, lighthearted business conversation versus like, you know, really using it as a sales funnel, which a lot of people do do, or they mm-hmm. want to do. And then they realize, <laughs> Oh, I'm actually not doing this in the most strategic way. So that makes sense. And it's kind of like a low pressure way for you to like kind of mention stuff, but you don't feel obligated every time to like find a way to make it happen. Yeah, totally. And that, and then also, so I just launched a program as well. And so like last week I just, I never even had an outro on my show. So I just, you know, and I don't know how often it'll get listened to, like people listen to the outro, the whole thing. So I just, you know, I did add like, got this new program and this is what it offers. If you'd like to, you know, learn more go here. Um, so I did add that a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's kind of not like worked into the podcast, like speaking about it, it's just there. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And it's always good to test. Like podcasting is really just trial and error. Like, you know, whether you want to do it at the beginning, the middle, at the end, I feel like kind of the middle and the beginning are like the best for conversions because that's when people are really listening. Mm -hmm. Um, And most likely people, especially at the middle, people aren't going to fast forward because it's like, okay, I'm already here. Like they might fast forward at the beginning or the end. Um, But yeah, it's definitely interesting to kind of play around with it and see how it works. So that's, that's interesting. I'm curious to kind of know how, how um, that works for you. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to keeping people coming back for more, is there anything specific that you do? I mean, obviously you have different guests every week, so it's different conversations, different, um, stories, different, you know, material via that. But, um, is there anything that you do to kind of make that happen? Yeah. So I just like, so in the beginning when I started and I had no idea what I was doing, um, and I just needed guests, you know, I kind of took anybody. So I've kind of gotten a little bit pickier as far as which guests I'll have on just because, you know, like the, when the conversation is like super fun and you're laughing and sharing all this information, it's just people want to listen to that more than ones that don't go as well. You know, like sometimes it can be hard and I understand that it can be nerve wracking, especially if it's like your first time. So sometimes like the conversations, it's a little harder to pull people out of their shell, you know, and get them, even the champagne doesn't help. But I'm like, so just like trying to like bet a little bit more now that I'm like into it and I can see, you know, for my analytics, which ones get more engagement and listen, you know, through. Um, so just trying to like make sure that the guest is a right fit and that the readers, I mean, the listeners are going to really enjoy it and get a lot from it. Yeah. I think that's especially important with like ones where you're telling your story or you're documenting your journey or whatever, like yours, because, you know, when you're just sharing information and facts, you don't really need to be super dynamic. I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. it's important because you don't want to be boring like a robot, but at the same time, it's like, it's still, you're sharing facts that people want to know versus like when you're sharing a story, you need to have you, you either need to be entertaining, you need to have like some kind of emotion or passion behind it or a mix of all, like all three of those things. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you know, people aren't like that, then it can make for quite a, a boring conversation. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think that's really important. And I think that's something we all kind of learn, even if we do have like a more, 
um, informative style podcast as well. Like there's still, I've still had guests that I'm like, Ooh, this person was kind of not like engaging. And I felt like right. pulling like teeth to get them. Yes. To- I know. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I imagine that's even more awkward when it's like not, when it's just like talking about someone's journey. Cause like, that's a lot different than like, you know, with mine, like how's, you know, how are you getting listeners and stuff like that? Cause that's a little more straightforward, but like, if you're literally, if you want someone to share their journey and be really open about that and they're just kind of like, yeah, no, maybe, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or just like one sentence, like answers, it's kind of like, okay, this is awkward and not valuable to my audience. So, right. yeah. So I think, and then there's like the flip side too. Some people that would go on, you know, like I think, at, uh, um, that just, you know, I have to like bring them back in. And I'm just like, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Like, how do I get you back to the point? <laughs> you know, like, right. and not trying to like cut them off, but like, I don't know. Right. So that's been interesting to like navigate through as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I actually have a second podcast. So I've had some really chatty people as well. Um, <laughs> they're not necessarily for this one, but there we've had like, I have a co-host too. So really oh, try to like rein them back in because they're literally just telling their life story. Like I didn't ask how you progress through your life from age two and beyond. I'm kind of asking about like how you got started with your business. And if it doesn't involve like being a child entrepreneur, then how is it, you know, how is it relevant? Right. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Um, And you know, you either have people who are just right or people who talk too little or too much. I mean, and then over time it gets a lot easier to vet. Um, We've gotten a stricter vetting process. I'm sure you have too, um, Mm -hmm. where we just kind of like, we take a look at their website. We take a look at the topics that they're presenting. You know, we make sure it hasn't been covered before or if it has, they have like a unique spin on it or something. Um, And then even with that, we still sometimes get people who are going off on tangents about their journey on the first like question that we ask, but it's not as rampant as it was before. Yeah. One time I had somebody like go into politics and I'm like, what? Like the question we start, I have nothing involving politics nor like did it have anything to do with their career. And I'm just like, how do I get, what happened? It's it's the alcohol. The train is off the tracks. (laughs) It's the alcohol. People, people just let loose. They must have drank their whole bottle before they started. (laughs) But yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's hard. You have to like find a way to delicately like rein people back in without it yeah. being, like awkward and like okay so on to the next thing like you want to do it like where it sounds natural and not like you're like literally trying to right them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah uh that was in the beginning so thankfully it's gotten like the more I've done it you know it's easier to to try and to kind of navigate the conversations <laughs> but in the beginning it was kind of scary <laughs> Yeah, totally. Totally. So I love that. Um, cool. So what is one piece of advice that you'd give to anyone who's looking to start their own podcast, but they just don't know where to even start? Um, yeah, well, that was me. Like I literally Googled everything, how to do it. Um, so I would just say like, do some, like some research before just to make, like understand what really is involved with doing it. Um, it was a little bit more than I guess I thought that I that it would be. Um, I don't know why, because I probably because I just didn't know any better. Um, so I kind of got into it and then kind of had to keep up with it. So I would just say like, do a little bit more research before knowing what is going to go on. Um, and then also to, like I said, kind of like map out a process that you have or that would work with you and like, you know, the time that you have and, and things like that, just to make it easier from the get go. Um, cause like I said, a few times I kind of got 
I dropped the ball and I kind of have to like scramble and catch up with it until I really got my system in place. Um, so I would just really, or if you can hire someone that could do it for you, like to do the editing or, you know, different things like that, that's awesome too. I didn't do that, but, um, yeah, so I guess just like do some research, do more research than I did and just like really know what you're getting into when you start. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, so there's like two camps of people that I found. There's people that do like zero research and they're just like, okay, I need a mic and then let's go and do this. And then they don't put like hardly any thought into like the actual content or the strategy or anything like that. But then there's the other side of things where people are literally like, listening to 20 different experts about what to do and you know they're taking like 30 years to start their show instead of just going for it so it's like there's like there's not really a happy medium like I just feel like people unless unless you you know take a course or you outsource it or whatever um but there's so many people who are just like they're either like all right let's do this or quick starts or they're like taking their sweet time to even come up with like a name or anything like that and (laughs) I that's that's just, it's just funny how that works. Cause a lot of people are just like, um, at least the people that I end up working with, they are, they have been sitting on an idea, their idea for like two years and they're like, I'm finally ready. Like, okay. It's actually, so we're recording this during the crazy quarantine time, even though it's not going live for quite some time, but there's so many people that come to, came to me recently and they're like, I've been sitting on this for two years. Now I have time because I'm stuck inside basically. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where a lot of my clients came from, like in March and April, basically. But it's just really funny because, you know, there's people who are sitting on ideas for two to three years and they don't take action, which is insane to me. Cause it's like, you could have been getting your voice out there for that long and you didn't like, right. it makes me sad for you. And then right. there's the people who are like, they have no, like, they're just like, all right, I have a name. I have my mic. Let's do this. And then like that, that's hard too, because you, you know, your idea is not always the best and the most fully flushed out <laughs> and yeah. then you end up pivoting and your audience gets confused. I was in that camp. Um, when I first started my podcast about two and a half years ago, now it's a lot better, but yeah. So I, it's just funny how there's like, there's really no happy medium. You're either like yeah. sitting on this idea for years or like you just do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really well, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because I'm actually both. So I did sit on my idea for like two years and not because I was like meticulously going through everything to try and figure out what to do because I obviously didn't, but I was scared. Like I was so scared because I am like, if you call me on the phone, I likely won't answer, but I'll text you right back. Like it's out of my comfort zone to get on and speak like this. And so I just pushed it off until the point of where I was like, all right, you're just being a big baby and like, you really want to create this community and people, you know, could use this inspiration, you know, these different tips and things. And so just go for it. So then I did like, and I didn't research and then I just jumped right into it. So it's kind of weird. I'm kind of like both. Yeah, that is funny. I'm, I'm a huge introvert personally. So it was definitely hard for me as well. Like I was one of those people actually, um, like I would wake up in the middle of the night, like sweating because I knew I had to do a speech at school the next day. Yes. <laughs> oh God, me too. Yes. <laughs> um, so me starting podcasts is like the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard of. Um, <laughs> like if you would have thought about me in like high school or anything. So it's like super funny. Um, and yeah, now obviously I love it and I teach podcasting. So clearly I have like <laughs> an affinity for it now, but like, yeah is it's one of those things that I was, I was really scared about it too. And I, and I didn't like, I, like you, I didn't even really think about the content itself too much. I was just like, how am I going to not sound like an idiot? <laughs> yes. I, when I listen to my first ones, I'd say, um, or awesome. Like, I don't know, a million times. And like in my head, I'll just be like, don't say awesome. Don't say awesome. Awesome. It's just like, I was like, this 
inside. It's just like, oh, it was a mess. Right. But, and it yeah. still isn't like perfect, but hey, I mean, learn as you go. <laughs> and right, yeah. I mean, if I go back and listen to my first episodes, I can definitely tell that I've improved so much since then. And so can yeah. a lot of my audience. And I think that's really what matters. Like people just being able to tell that you've improved and like yeah. people, people love that because they're like, okay, wow. Like, you know, she started here and now she's so much more confident and I can tell. And it's just like, they kind of go on that journey with you from like yeah. the beginning to like where you're at now, which is crazy. Cause like, even if your audio hasn't improved that much, like your confidence and your voice and you know, the way you speak and the way, you know, you interview people and the way that you are interviewed by other people is just way different than it was like when you first started. So definitely, yeah. definitely a cool thing. Cool. So lastly, I just want to know as podcasters, we all have at least one favorite podcast or, you know, we had a favorite podcast before we got so busy with our own podcast. <laughs> so what is that podcast for you? Anything in specific that you just feel like you've listened to almost every episode of? Well, I have to be quite honest. I haven't been into podcasts until like recently. I don't know why. Like I always like listen to music when I run or just different things. And I have two young kids. So like listening in the car is not an option things like that. <laughs> Cause I like the more like the business ones. So I did find this one. I've listened to quite a few and I was actually on her podcast recently. So that was super fun. Um, it's called win the hour, win the day. And, um, it's just like a really fun, like the host has so much energy. Her name's Chris Ward and, um, just like a lot of, lots of different marketing tips and like, it's kind of concise and it's digestible. Um, so I've just really, really enjoyed listening to that one. I'll have to go and check it out because I've actually, that one's new to me. Um, I mean, I am an avid, avid podcast listener. Um, well not anymore because I basically only listen to my clients podcast because that's, <laughs> you know, what I do it for a living. Um, so I'm like, I only listen to the podcast I'm paid to listen to unless like, unless it's like true crime or something. I, those are the ones that I listen to all the time, no matter what. I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, you could pay me to listen to this one, but you don't have to. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I am a podcast junkie too, but since I kind of shifted to doing podcast management, it's been harder to keep up with like all my current and true favorites. Wait, right. Wait. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus. My dog just won't leave. <laughs> Whatever. I'll just leave this one in there because I don't feel like having my husband edit that out. <laughs> but it's authentic, right? It's real. Yeah, authentic. totally. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I still and have you my have done. I'm sorry, go. <laughs> and I was going to say, I still have my dogs interrupting. Like, as a podcast manager, as a podcast producer, it's like, my podcast isn't perfect, but my clients are almost near perfect. So, you know, I think that's what matters, right? Yeah, totally. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and after you have your baby, I'd love to have you on mine and show yeah. some champagne if you're up for it. I'm like, yeah, no, I would love that. That would be awesome because yeah, I'm going to need, I'm going to need some alcohol in my life. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you will. I won't give you details, but yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So just let us know where we can find you. So your podcast, your social media channels, your website, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, the podcast is called bubbles and biz. It's on Apple and Spotify and Google play and Stitcher and like all those places. Um, and my website is nb.marketing. So that's like my business and I have my podcast listed on there and then social media is the same nb.mktg. So like whatever marketing would be shortened. Um, so yeah, you can find me there and I have the podcast and other like helpful marketing tips if anybody needs those as well. Awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure to link everything in the show notes so that you guys can go check it out. But thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed chatting with you. 
Yeah, me too. This has been super fun. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvypodcastingforentrepreneurs.com slash episode 169. And we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and on Facebook at Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs and Instagram at Savvy Podcasting. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community and join in on the exclusive community just for Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs listeners. I'll see you there.